Welcome back to Goalie Field, the Premier League podcast on the Play Call Network. I am one of your hosts, Will Muckian, and with me today, surprise, surprise, is the other one. I am your other host, <laughs> uh, Connor Hardy, uh, and we are filming from um, my couch um, at home, which is, I think, the f- first time that we recorded here. I think it is, yeah. We're, um, uh, we're global, we're not global, we're, glo- we're, we're on the move. We're international if the two nations are Indiana and Iowa and Illinois. That's two. That's two. <laughs> We're off to a great start. It is quarter to midnight here, more or less, and uh, Connor was in town a little bit unexpectedly to me. I did not know he was going to be here, but uh, we thought, what the heck? Let's get in an episode. Yeah, let's record our voices talking about some things. Um, yeah, Cole may pop in at some point. Uh, he's watching Blade Runner 2049 in the other room. So you can understand the uh, dilemma. Yes. Uh, he's not at, He's not jumping at the bit. But we won't wait for him. We will get going. We are halfway through the week. Obviously, it is Saturday, so we have not seen all of the games yet. Uh, this is week of, three, as we yes, should say. Yes, week three. Both of our teams play tomorrow, so we can't talk about our teams really that much. Um, but what we can talk about is that Timu Puki is the lovable Nordic player... That this league has so sorely lacked. Yeah, no and kidding. He is so fun to root for. He is having a heck of a season already. He's got he's at what five, five goals? goals through three um, games, which is terrific. Um, I, being a Bulls fan, am a big fan of Finland. Yes, of course, Larry Martinen. Yes, they do great things for this country, and I sound like Donald Trump. Yeah, um, he's also not doing anything for this country. Yeah, Team but Pookie, that is, but yeah. Anyway, he's great. Uh, Norwich, and actually, really, all of the relic, <laughs> the promoted sides, I speak too too quickly, look like they're not going to get relegated. Sheffield finally went without a point. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield I'm, taking a point off Bournemouth, and then yeah, uh, beating uh, they beat Chris Palace. Chris yeah. Palace, yeah. Um, Aston Villa finally getting a win, and yeah, Norwich, Norwich, they all look yeah, like you say, very formidable sides. They so. don't, yeah, they don't look flat, I guess, which is the thing that you dread with a team like cardiff last year um huddersfield wasn't a newly promoted side but they looked as flat as flat can get yes um like pop that you found in the back of your fridge right. like three years later <laughs> crystal Just... crystal pepsi <laughs> um yeah no they at least they'll be fun i don't i don't still feel confident saying that sheffield stay up necessarily despite probably having the best manager of the three promoted sides um but at least they'll be entertaining. They'll be different. Right, exactly. Um, they're exactly. not just going to come up and play conservative football and try to survive. They'll do something. They'll, they'll be fun to watch. But yeah, Norwich with Pookie. Um, playing game one at Anfield, tough tough uh, baptism of fire there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they had their chances, uh, but we, we all kind of knew that this was going to be the bill of Norwich. Norwich scored the most goals in the championship last year. 
but also conceded something around the number of 57 goals in the championship last year. So they were just as open as open can be. And <laughs> so, um, but but the, the question was always going to be, can Puki and the rest of the Norwich uh, playmakers score in the Premier League? And, um, well, Puki can. He scored yeah, five Pookie of can. the six goals that Norwich have scored. <laughs> so, um, but like you said, like they didn't really give Liverpool that all that much of a fight, but they blew there the were, doors off Newcastle. But there were flashes even in the yeah, Liverpool yeah, game of like, that's true. oh, they're not necessarily like a joke side. They're right. trying to do things against Liverpool. And then they gave Chelsea a real a real test uh, this morning. So, mm-hmm. like you said, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to them. Um, I guess we should talk about Chelsea on that note. Just Yeah, for um, real. Finally put it together. Um, we're probably long overdue for some youngsters fans, yeah. yeah for fans of Stamford Bridge this was the result that they've been waiting to see um Tammy Abraham not no regrets after today I think no no, uh, no, no. chances that went begging really uh two goals Mason, Mason Mount, Mount with another one another yeah. one just he's been in tremendous form um yeah this whole I don't know let's play all the U21 English kids kind of cool like it is kind of cool yeah it it would be a real bummer if it wasn't working but it is working to some extent right yeah i mean they've had two tough games but big asterisk on that yeah but they all look Mm -hmm. competent you know at the very least they don't look well and this is is all coming together perfectly because frank lampard frank lampard was never going to be someone that can manage someone like gonzalo Higuain or something like that yeah so a lot of these are his kids per se I mean, Mason Mount, he was with him at Derby. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even Tamori off the bench was at, with him at Derby and things like that. And so, again, it's a lot of youth. It's a lot of things like that. And so um, they still have their problems. Uh, Kurt Zuma at the back mm. looks like that will be – Yeah. They, they, they need I think we Rudiger talked about that back. actually yeah. last episode of just – Yeah, when Rudiger gets back, ideally things gel and look a lot better. Um but yeah, Zuma looks and they are Zuma just, looks championship quality, maybe yeah. like league one quality. He's just he can't seem to put a foot right. Right. Speaking of French defenders or French defensive minded players who can't seem to put a foot right. This is quite the segue. Decore and Watford. Oh yes, I was gonna say I have literally no idea where you're going. Yeah. Um we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. We're not sure what's going wrong for Watford, but Decore, from my estimation, seems to at least be part of it. Mm-hmm. He was r- really pretty solid last year. He was yeah, and he had some big yeah. money offers uh, going into this year. There right. were a lot of top upper clubs that and were it's starting to look like trying to get their little hands. Maybe on Watford should have gone for it, mm-hmm. and you know they pounced on a Richarlison deal when the Richarlison deal manifested. Maybe uh, keep that energy for Decore, but. Right. Um, it's been a really tough outing for him. I know he's just been kind of on the low light end of a few different sequences, but also with Troy Deeney out, uh, Aaron Gray, right, is the other striker? Andre Gray. Andre Gray. Um, my apologies, Andre Gray, if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, just... He had a goal today, so it feels funny to say, like, he hasn't been that good, but he hasn't been that good, mm-hmm. and he's not Deeney. And not that Deeney is some otherworldly striker, right. but he's the target man to pair with Delefeu, and Gray is just sort of the pacey guy that, he's just Delefeu, but right. less skilled, you know. 
Um, not that Delafeu has had a great start to the season either. No, so yeah, it's, it's just been it's a weird. lot of stuff is not making sense because things aren't gelling. The defense has never really been that good, but they now just they... look like the team that was like they kind of faded down the stretch last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still made it to the FA Cup final, played Man City, and lost six mm-hmm. nil. Yeah, and well. so everyone was kind of like, oh, well, what the hell, like. Um, but you know, like, oh, it's Man City. Like Watford did well to get there, and then mm-hmm. they're kind of showing, like, oh no, this actually is. Um, the, yeah, it's starting kind to look like they brand. just got lucky a lot last year. Which, whatever. Um, I'm not really complaining. The more teams that look bad this year, the better Bournemouth looks. Um, <laughs> but but nonetheless, it's been, as we were say, talking about before this podcast, it's been three games: Brighton, West Ham, and um, God, who did they play this morning? West, they played West they Ham played this West morning. Ham. So yeah. who was the third one? Everton. Uh, okay, yeah. yes. Everton, yeah. West Ham, and um, Brighton. And those are not the easiest games, but those are... That should probably be, like, if we're talking about the Watford of last year, probably nine, seven-ish points. And um, today was the... I mean, today was the first goal they scored all year. Yeah. And it was on... Which is a real problem. It was an equalizer when the game was 1-1. game finished 3-1 mm-hmm. after Sebastian Holler got his shooting boots on. Just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I hardly watch Watford. They're just full of mission. I don't know that yeah, no. you do much either. But it's hard, so it's hard for us to be like, oh, this is exactly what's going wrong. But but they burst the doors down last year. They yeah, last year they had nine points from nine versus this year it's quite the yeah, opposite. I mean, and so right. um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. Javier Gracia is gonna have um, he's gonna have some trouble keeping this job if, if something doesn't turn that around um yeah so um sorry i'm i'm waiting to see if cole wants to hobble over here we're doing it live bill o'reilly style but without any of the things that bill o'reilly might say um man this i've mentioned trump and bill o'reilly on 10 minutes in this podcast um i don't think we want to do anything bill O'Reilly. yeah style. well i just meant the yeah. No, Effort will do it live. Um, but if if Cole does come over here, we should probably get the uh, Manchester United talk going. Tough, tough day if you're a United fan. Uh, I think I, I did the pick em for this week, and I'm pretty sure I had United winning 4-0. Um, Crystal Palace. Palace hadn't looked great, no. And there was no reason to think that they would look great, no. And really, they, they didn't, didn't look great. <laughs> But it was they a weird just game. Got, they got Manchester United also didn't really look bad. Like, yeah, there wasn't anything where you're like, oh well, it was a shit game from Pogba or something like that. It was like things just fell right for the bad team, and they fell poorly for the mm-hmm. good team, and that thing that happens sometimes. And I mean, that's football, United I United can't make penalty. Yeah, um, United so also that, probably needed an extra penalty that they didn't right. get, but but the drama just, on that will continue. Yeah. You coming in? You wanna you wanna hop in? All right, he's hobbling over here. He tore his meniscus. Um, so if you heard that big spike in the audio, that was because he dropped his massive ice pack on here. All right, I'm gonna pass the mic over to you, and you can just rant for as long as you feel necessary. Um. <laughs> um. Well, I'm not gonna make excuses, I guess, but I also am. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a bad performance um, in midfield. Not what we needed from Pogba. Um, 
I don't I don't want to I don't want to sit here and blame him because he certainly wasn't the only one. Just weren't creating enough chances. You can't rely on penalties, and I guess you also can't rely on VAR because um, that is just really not off to a good start, <laughs> is it? Um, I hate. I don't really like. No, I I do hate City, but um, you know it was kind of cruel to see what happened to them. I guess kind of, but I got some enjoyment out of that. But you know, like um, been like perusing Reddit um, today since the defeat and just like seeing all the there's a lot of people that are pointing out some good things about how Martial gets brought down clear penalty you don't even need VAR and then it's you know they don't even review it or maybe they do but the referee doesn't review it and it's just so broken and then they go to video review for a nothing Rashford penalty appeal and of course that gets denied but you know and then Daniel James got a yellow card for a dive when he got kicked in the knee. And it's just, it's all just a mess. So I think that, you know, VAR is, in my opinion, a good thing to have. But if you aren't going to take it seriously, just like, why why use it? So, yeah. more There's more than just that. I, I mean, definitely not our best play. And there's a lot that needs to change um, if we want to. I mean, even get back to contending for top four, it's just it's <laughs> a long way back. It's early yet. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> well, I, I think know. I speak for all of us when we say that when Daniel James scored in the 89th minute, it was kind of like, okay, if there's going to be another goal, it's definitely going to be United that scored. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> but, that's uh, that's how it's been. I mean, Seeing Van Anholt then just come and get one out of nowhere and take the three points again, Yeah, that was a proper shock. Yeah. I mean, De Gea, I mean, what can you even say about that? I mean, he's, I, I'd like to think he's back till you know, two seasons ago for him, but, I mean, it's things like that where you just, like, just kind of shut your eyes and, like, have to, I don't know, you have to hope for something. Because, I, I mean, just playing like that is just not going to be anywhere near good enough. But I agree, definitely a shock. I was, I was, I wasn't really expecting a win, but I knew that it was 100% possible give us five minutes um of stoppage time and we can do something but i mean, was not expecting that yeah i mean even under Mourinho last year the win against newcastle that's what i was thinking about where, yeah. yeah you guys just sort of pulled it out in the last minute um i i think actually literally um but yeah it was just weird it was it was weird um I don't know. I do think, like you said, a lot of things broke as, about as poorly as they could for United. A lot of things broke about as well as they could for Palace. Yeah. I don't expect it to happen again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, for De Gea, if you really squint, maybe Van Holt looks like Cristiano Ronaldo in a Spain kit. I don't know what it was, but something had him, had his palms greased. Yeah. And uh, tough day. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you want to, do you want to close this out with us we're just going to talk liverpool arsenal oh my favorites <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. you're under no obligation yeah i'm no, sure i'll stick around okay so one thing we're actually gonna bring the mic a little central we'll all have to talk a little louder probably but good radio yeah this is good radio um liverpool top arsenal um lucas Torreira makes the Box score looked a lot nicer than it really was, but in pretty much all facets, a 
a 3-1 drubbing uh, from Liverpool, who looked the better side. Mm-hmm. Um, David Luiz back to his old tricks. <laughs> um, just, you know, being bad at playing defense. We, we are noted David Luiz truthers. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Like... That, what, what did Arsenal buy David Luiz for? Like, eight million? Yeah. Eight million, yeah. And, th- I mean, th- what do you expect? Like, that's like adding, like, a third clown to the Arsenal back <laughs> then. Like, they have Mustafi already, who just trips over his own feet. But, like, David Luiz is just not a good defender. Like, mm-hmm. he can score sometimes, and he's got the hair to fit in with the team. But, like, Christ almighty, like... <laughs> The whole Suns goal against Chelsea last year. I mean, David Luiz defends by, like, sticking your foot the wrong way. And then today. Well, and the David Brooks goal against Chelsea where David Luiz just plays the ball to him. Yeah. But then, I mean, today just pulls Salah. He's clear as day. You can't do that even with VAR. And then on the third goal, he just kind of plays Ole defense. So it's just, it's just. I mean, it's kind of like, well, there it is. That's uh, <laughs> that's definitely that, that's kind of what you gotta expect. But Liverpool looked good. Salah scored two goals. Probably could have been more. Um, Joel Matip scored the first with the header. Um, yeah, it's just classic Arsenal Liverpool at Anfield. You yeah. You wanna? How are we feeling on Pepe so far? We had that chance. Was yeah. it First half or second first half. half yeah, he should have scored. Half, yeah. So, I mean, I know Arsenal fans are all over the moon about him, but, I mean, he's still got a long way to... I mean, he's still extremely young. Yeah. And, I mean, that... I would be lying if I didn't... If I... If you said you didn't want Yeah, him. no, yeah. well, yeah, but also if I said I was looking at that Arsenal front three and not sweating a little bit, yeah. I mean, like, that's definitely something formidable. They're all still relatively young. None of them are over 30. So, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely something that can... That can be even like even better in the future, but I. Yeah, especially if they find a way to keep Ceballos around, supplying that, which yeah. would be something. I think he's overrated. He has probably one, one good game, and Arsenal <laughs> fans are going crazy. Well, I'm just curious as to. I feel like Unai Emery has still has not found out how to set up his team. Yeah. Like I, I know that there's now some changes in the summer, and so now you've kind of got to deal with that, that all again. But I don't understand the game plan here because i mean you cannot give liverpool the wings that's just Mm -hmm. you can't because robertson and taa will put in balls all day and eventually they'll score off it and they just didn't seem to really realize that because (laughs) i mean taa going down the wing is like you can't have the arsenal wingbacks come and follow them because they have so many people pushing forward but then you're asking a lot of Joe Willock to come back. I just, there was a lot of things that I feel like Unai Emery, as well as not starting Lacazette, who changed the game when he came on and probably was the reason they got that one goal in consolation. Um, but I feel like this happens so much with Unai Emery. Not at all that he's a bad manager, but that it comes to the point where it's just, he's always like tinkering and trying something like, oh, like we'll just try this, we'll do this new and we'll try this <laughs> Yeah, doesn't doesn't ever seem to pay off so far. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm just realizing actually that we could talk a little bit about last week. Um, Cherry's got a win against Aston Villa. 
Um, two screamers in that game worth going back and watching. Harry Wilson's first Premier League goal, um, which actually took a deflection off former Bournemouth man and somebody who I thought about talking on this episode but decided not to, Tyrone Mings. Um, and then, what was it, Douglas, Douglas Louise, right? Had the screamer for Villa to at least make it look nicer than it was. Um, Spurs, controversial 2-2 draw against City. We talked about VAR. We talked about Nothing controversial. <laughs> Can't hit your hand. That's the way that it is. That's hit true. His hand. Do you feel, I'm it's sure done. that Spurs fans feel vindicated after the Sissoko handball gave Salah a penalty in the Champions League final. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough call. I, I mean, it's it, not tough at all. It is, it's, that's it is the, the rule. rule. You yeah, cannot hit your rule. hand in the lead up to a ball, which yeah. I think is how it should be. Because if it's you're not allowed, the ha- all handball yeah. is all about gaining an advantage from it, and you are gaining an advantage by it hitting your hand and you going in. So, yeah, sure, it is. no problem with it. Gabriel Jesus might disagree. Um, he had some strong words that were caught on camera after missing it. Um, if you're curious, I won't repeat it on this podcast, but you can go and look it up. Um, it's a good point, though, especially after getting outshot thirty-one to three. I believe it was. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think the the xG was somewhere along the lines of like two point three to like zero point three one or something. Mm-hmm. It was it was insane. Uh, but we talked again. You know, it goes back to the, what we said with United and Crystal Palace. Capitalize on the chances you're given. Yeah, exactly. And, Ederson out of goal. Lamella puts it by him. Yeah, Lucas comes right on and scores. It's yeah, it is what it is, and so well, Spurs also looked really good at stretches there. Like, yeah, they really yeah. looked very threatening. So I thought, yeah, there were the the interesting thing for me was that the competent bits of Spurs play weren't the ones that led to goals necessarily. <laughs> it was sort of just like the random tidbits yeah. against the run of play that they would pull these rabbits out of hats, and then they would have these moments that just didn't quite go right for them. Um, but looked really competent. Well, those so. are, it's those small moments that can make a difference between a 2-2 and what was it last season when it was like 5-1? Yeah, yeah, it was. So, awesome. like, I don't know. I have Tottenham as my dark horses for this year's uh, league, and I really hope it's the case. Oh, boy. I, he just said it on the podcast. <laughs> you know, like, knock on wood or whatever. But, I mean, I mean, I can't stand to see another city Liverpool title race, so I'm really pulling for Tottenham in this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully if they can continue to like grind out those results against the top mm-hmm. six, I, I mean, of course, exception to Manchester United, but <laughs> uh, that's going to really kind of change the the way that I think Tottenham fans might, I mean, you can speak on that, but right. like, look at how close they are to contending. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, like, like you said, they have bits and pieces of it against City mm-hmm. last week, but it's unbelievable how far City are just above. Um, everyone else, because like yeah, different stratosphere. bits and pieces, but like this in theory should be one versus three probably or something like that. Like oh, like a close, and then again it was because the points were split. But like the the whole along the lines of like again expected goals, like yeah, they looked was, in control. I know yeah. not everybody is a fan of XG, but like that lines out, like that matches <laughs> eye test perfectly. <laughs> um, Spurs head to Newcastle. Um, and that we don't was, head to Newcastle. Yeah, sorry, Newcastle, I, I spoke out of turn there. But um, Spurs host Newcastle. That should be sun is back tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> that should be a bloodbath. I know everything we say on the podcast always goes the other way, just like the first 
that's actually funny. The first week we talked about how good VAR was, and then it immediately just tanked. Um, Bournemouth play all the oh, Bournemouth play City. Yeah. Um, I yeah. <sighs> Obviously, I'm rooting for my team. But I also captained Raheem Sterling for this week in fantasy, so like I'm expecting <laughs> a bloodbath. Um, it usually goes that way. Um, maybe we'll, we'll we'll pull out some weird, you know, nil nil draw where we end up on the luck luck side of things. But I don't fancy us scoring a single goal against them, um, especially given how fragmented we looked the past two weeks. Um, anything you want to say from the United perspective about? Anything at all? Um, uh, looking forward to next week, or I don't know who you guys play next week. Actually, I mean, I Southampton. Know. Okay, <laughs> I mean, that's I a good chance to get the, some points. I mean, at the same time, like you just look, you look at today, and you're like, oh, good chance to get some points. That's true. Yeah. And then you're sitting there crying at the end of the game because <laughs> you don't know what happened. I mean, I don't know. At this point, all I can hope. Is that one of these days I'm going to turn on my phone and the Glazers will have sold the club. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not going to happen anytime soon because they're just robbing us blind. But, I don't know. That's... I don't know. There's just... That's... There's too much to get into. And I... Glazer family, we have a kid in a full leg cast here begging you to yeah. sell the club. This right. is as close Do to, like, Make-A-Wish Foundation as it gets for us. It would be great publicity. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, we can send you a picture. He looks really, you know, depressing right now. <laughs> it's great. Um, and you could use all the good publicity you can get. Yeah. All um, right. Um, that's all from United. Anything from Spurs you want to chime in? I don't want anything to say about Cherries. David, David Brooks, please come back soon. Watching... Daniel James score today made me miss you even more. I know you're out there um, listening somewhere. Number one Welshman. You heard it here first. Well, I'm talking about Dan James. Well, I'll cut that part out of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you when you see it.